Hey y'all, it's your girl Summer here of andinsummary.com and you are listening to The Blogcast, an audio blog. I cannot wait to share this next episode with you. So please, by all means, go grab your coffee or your tea or your wine and let's get started. And stay tuned because I'll be sure to tell you what's in my cup. Hey y'all, it's your girl Summer here, and welcome back to episode two of the Blogcast. Yay! All right, guys, so we're about to jump into it because there's a lot, a lot to uncover. You know, I've been absent, but there's been a process of rejuvenation that I so needed that happened that I cannot wait to share with you in this very episode. So I just want you to sit back and relax. Remember, grab your wine, your coffee, your tea today. Well, actually this morning, I am drinking water. <laughs> I try to drink water as soon as I wake up first thing in the morning. Um, so depending on what time I record, you know, any broadcast episode, you will never know or be able to guess what's in my cup. So I need to know sound off. Let me know what is in your cup. You can take it to Twitter or Instagram when I post about the broadcast or even on the blog to the companion blog post to this broadcast. Um, you can sound off there and let me know what you have in your cup right in the comment section. So I don't want to hold back. You know what the drill is. I'm going to read to you, plus give you some extra doses and nuggets um, along the way, the companion blog post to this broadcast. So today, the title is, Before You Can Disrupt, You Have to Be Disrupted. I hope y'all guys are ready. Get your pens and your paper because I'm about to take y'all to school. Now let's get started. Hey y'all, I know, I know it's been a while since we chatted and I have some great content and tools to share with you guys because I owe you. But first I thought, let me give you a glimpse glimpse into what has been going on with me lately. I know I've been MIA, not really on social media, but at least on the blog and of course the blogcast. So let me just give you some background. At the start of 2018, like most of you, I was pumped, hopeful, and ready to kick ass and take names. You know how we all get excited at the top of the year and how you have all these hopes and dreams and goals. And I came up with the concept of the broadcast, and I was excited to launch and share it with y'all. I created a business plan with my team and planned out all my blog and social media strategies. I was ready to disrupt 2018, or so I thought. So let's just take a step back. You know, on the first episode, I know I did tell you guys what the definition of disrupt is, but we're going to just review it for the people in the back in case we forgot. So disrupt, to interrupt an event, activity, or process by causing a disturbance, drastically alter or destroy the structure of something. So I chose the word disrupt for my word of 2018 because I feel as though I am an underdog in my industry and I needed to challenge myself outside my comfy box. And the thing is, I like the concept of the underdog. They are typically underestimated and you can't see them coming. 
Besides, one thing I, I say to myself to keep myself humbled and centered is no one knows you, Summer. And with that, no one owes you. No one knows you. No one owes you. So I don't care if I had 50K, 100K, 250K across all social media platforms. As long as I have to introduce myself to someone new, then no one knows me. So I may have to disrupt some rooms and platforms in order to crush my goals. And listen, at this point, I'm like, if I'm not Beyonce or Oprah, I don't care on what level of celebrity so, yes, I said celebrity <laughs> fame, whatever you desire, uh, you know, visibility, regardless of where you are in that process. I just say to myself, sometimes you, you know, feel, oh my gosh, why am I not getting this opportunity? Or why didn't they see me? I slayed this outfit better than her. Or why didn't this happen? Why didn't this happen? Listen, first of all, we all have to remind ourselves that what is for us cannot pass us by. Number two, everyone has timing. They're, they're, your timing is everything, meaning sometimes it's going to be your time. Sometimes it's going to be somebody else's time to shine. And it could be that no one knows you. You may not be putting yourself out there the way you should. You may not be working hard enough. You may not be consistent enough. These are some of the things I had to sit down and tell myself. And we'll get into that more um, as we roll through this blog post. But yeah, like no one owes you and no one knows you. So just remember that. So the year started and I launched my first broadcast episode and it was a hit in my opinion. Many of you loved it, liked it, gave me great encouragement and constructive feedback, right? And then what happens? Your girl gets sick. And on top of that, I lose my voice for two weeks. I was so pissed for lack of a better word. Sorry, I know everyone may not like that word, but that's how I felt. And to be honest, I had a few thoughts swirling in my head and I allowed the incident to paralyze me until now. And how crazy is that? I mean, in the spirit of keeping it real with you guys, fear set in and I allowed it to creep in, have a seat and set up shop. Prior to launching this project, I have to be honest, I did not set myself up for success. I also realize you have to be careful what you ask for because Jesus was like, oh, you want to disrupt 2018, do you? Okay, I got you, boo. Because sometimes when we set out to go on this journey and to strive for this goal, the journey doesn't often look like what we think it will look like. You know, in our head, we have a fairy tale movie, but really the Lord is like, "Um, no, no, no. I know what needs to happen within you or outside of you to get this done and it may not be pretty. So this whole experience forced me to disrupt some things about myself before I could go out to make my mark in the world. I thought I would share with you all my experience because this may help somebody else and your girl has five takeaways to share. So the first one, let's get into this one, right? The first one, number one, you have to disrupt those false thoughts. Like our big sister in everybody's head, Malik, if you're not familiar with Malik, uh, she is the founder and I believe she calls herself the, the experience officer, the guru, if you will. 
<laughs> over at Curlbox. It's a subscription service that pretty much gives you anywhere between five to six full size products every month um, for African-American women or women of color that have, you know, curly hair for you to try out every month. So please check her out. I've linked her in the blog post and or you can go to curlbox.com and check her out and everything that she's doing over there. But she has a great quote that she uses and she says, feelings aren't facts. So with that in mind, how did I start to disrupt those false th- false thoughts and um, theories in my head? First, therapy. As I was saying earlier, back in January, after I launched the broadcast, I had gotten sick and lost my voice for two weeks. And then it took me another one or two weeks to feel 100% myself. During this time, I felt a range of emotions. At first, I saw the cup half full. I figured for this to be happening to me, then I may be on to something big, right? Why else would the enemy try to attack me so quickly? On the other hand, I felt the negative self-talk creep in along with fear and anxiety. And then I started to believe all those things that were swirling around in my head. So by the end of February, I knew I needed to go back to therapy and thank God I did. You know, sometimes you have to take a step back and know yourself and for the longest time I have battled with anxiety, um, I'm going to be fully transparent. I have had, uh, you know, depression before and it's not easy to deal with. And I didn't want any of those things to happen. I didn't want to, you know, have full-blown anxiety. I can tell when my anxiety is building up. I did not want to spiral out into a depression if I didn't have to. And I do believe I ended up having a low-grade depression, um, according to my therapist. And my therapist and I have had a relationship now for almost five to six years. But therapy is just one of those things that it is just when you find the right connection with the right therapist, it can absolutely be amazing. It's just like when you go to the doctors, the dentist, I'm sure you guys have all heard this. Mental health is huge. And I needed someone to help me disrupt these negative thoughts. I also needed to understand why did I allow this setback to paralyze me? It was taking me too long to bounce back and that wasn't normal or cool. And I fell into a funk that I couldn't shake and my anxiety was on 10. My therapist definitely helped me to dissect all these emotions and it helped me to gain understanding and control. And that's the thing. Anxiety and depression, I will say for me, makes me feel as though I'm not in control of things. So what my therapist tends to do and even support from family and loved ones is that if you have those reminders that, hey, you are worth it. Hey, you are worthy. You do need to be here. You need to be in a room. You deserve to be wherever you are. You can work hard, keep moving, create actionable steps. You know, just those everyday things and you take things one step at a time. I'm telling you, you'll start feeling like you have control and that anxiety and that depression or whatever you're dealing with in that moment will definitely start to dissipate. It'll start, you'll start coming down off of it. And at least for me, when I feel like I'm in control, those things don't creep up. Fear, anxiety, depression, none of those things. So therapy 
indeed was one of the tools that helped me disrupt those feelings. So that was number one. Going on to number two, research is essential and reading is fundamental. So I've learned this here will be one of your super superpowers. By March, my accountability group and I had decided that I needed to go on an official break and because I just wasn't feeling motivated or creative and I needed to figure out what my next steps were. One thing I realized I had stopped doing was taking in new content to gain inspiration. I started a list of goals and dreams that I knew I wanted to accomplish. I also asked some close friends, what do they do to gain inspiration? And I just remembered while reading this, uh, my mentor, shout out Michelle McKinney, uh, please follow her at michelle.mckinney on Instagram. She is so amazing. She has a coaching business called Dreams Unleashed and she is the dream architect, guys. You have to check her out. But she also had me do an exercise where she asked me, to ask about 10 people in my circle, what do they, what do they think that I do well? And that was eye opening too. You know, that's a part of your research and your reading, like figuring out like, what are the things that people may want to see from me? Or what do, what are the things people see in me that I may not see in myself? So just going back to some of the ways I gained inspiration, I already listened to podcasts faithfully. So I started to get back into reading books, which is one, which was used to be one of my uh, favorite loves and pastimes. And I got into Pinterest a little bit more because it's a, in my industry with going into fashion, um, you know, personal style, a lot of inspiration is on Pinterest. And I think people forget about Pinterest sometimes, but it is good. Um, I started writing, listening to music, and stepping outside for at least 10 minutes a day just to get some sun. That alone can help and start your day off to a good, on, on a good path. And you would be amazed what a little sunshine will do for you. I began to research my industry and my peers that I look up to. And the ones that I liked when I first started blogging, just to see where they are, where they, where they came from, just to be reminded, like, listen, just stay on this path. It was really great to just, um, look at some people and just admire them and get inspiration from them. You know, you don't want to copy somebody, but you definitely want to gain, um, inspiration. And I pretty much became a student again. I remembered why you should never stop learning. And I, there's some other things that I found that actually helped me through this process, process, some other resources that I have linked in the blog post. So please go to anninsummary.com, look at the blog post, blog post, um, or bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash summer disrupted. And summer is capitalized S and disrupted is capitalized D bit.ly slash summer disrupted. And that will give you the resource page at the bottom of the blog post. But prayer, the Babel app, I've linked to a video that I um, like to watch and also um, a blog cat, a blog cast. See, I want to call everything a blog cast, a podcast that I listened to um, from Pat Flynn Smart um, passive income. And also TD Jakes has a great podcast about anxiety that my line sister, um, brought to our attention, me and my friends. So that was really awesome.
Now, now that we are working on disrupting our feelings and we've also started doing some research and, you know, going into reading. Oh, let me say one more thing about research and reading. Knowing more about your industry, I have learned, um, especially when you start to get comfortable, when you decide to learn more about your industry, again, it's control. You control how much you know, you can control your narrative. It almost makes sense that, oh, this dream I have makes sense now. Such and such accomplished this, so why can't I accomplish that? Or if you just don't understand something, or if you don't understand, especially like, I don't know why I'm not getting where I need to go, doing more research and looking into these things that you really want to do. I don't care if it's science or medical or blogging or if you want to be a lawyer, it doesn't matter what industry you want to go into. Just doing more research gives you, again, again what control. And that's what we want to do. We want to gain control so we have the power and understanding to move ourselves forward in this world to get where we want to go. All right. So we're going to number three. We need to disrupt some bad habits. So you want to make a list and check it twice. I had to be honest with myself. There were some bad habits of mine that were going to hold me back from disrupting anything. I felt God wrestling with my spirit, making me uncomfortable with inconsistency, procrastination, laziness, lateness, etc. Anything that was going to hold me back from being great had to go. And my therapist always tells me that Action begets more action, begets more action, begets more action. And she is right. When I make a plan and start making strives and steps towards that plan, and that plan is going and executing well, I get excited. I don't mind getting up and starting the day because I know I already got so much done and I just want to see it finished. So it just truly, truly, truly gives you just more motivation to get things done. And let me tell y'all, she I'm just saying, she ain't never lied. I started to listen to what God was telling me and he and what he wanted me to do. And he pretty much wanted me to get my home in order first. I just had too much stuff and probably still do, honestly. I have a ton of clothes that I'm going through, guys, and I I am going to be selling some of them. This is a sidebar, but I will be selling some of them and giving them some away, giving some away. So stay tuned. I will let you guys know how I plan to do that. But back to number three, I started to listen to what God was telling me and he wanted me to get my home in order. So like I was telling you, I just have too much stuff and (laughs) yeah, we're working through that. So I started purging and organizing and it brought a new energy in my house. And even my husband could feel and see a difference in not only our home, but in me as well. And the only way to disrupt bad habits I found is to move into positive action. You know, it's, you know, it's really hard to juggle a lot of things out. You know, I think I've shared with most of you guys, especially on social media, that I'm a stay at home wife. I am able to blog and um, build, like, build my career on, with that, and go towards some goals and dreams of mine that I have with that. I'm a creative director. Um, I also host events and do and do different things like that. So it's a really 
like honestly is one of the best things that ever happened to me. And I probably will tell you guys, maybe some of you guys, especially that are new to listening to me here or even reading my blog that, um, I left my job about almost, it's almost been two years. It'll be two years in August. And I had to, my husband absolutely allowed me to leave in order to live a better life. I was not happy there. I probably, maybe I'll do an Instagram live and um, talk to you guys about that. Um, at another time, but it just, at that moment when I left that job, I was like, I have to do things that are going to make me happy. Um, positive actions only, and especially positive vibes around me as far as my circle. And when you just keep moving in the direction of your goals and dreams of where God is leading you, I noticed that when I try to take the reins of this thing myself, it just goes haywire. It's just better to listen to God, Jesus, and let them just go. Jesus be knowing. I tell people this all the time. Jesus be knowing. And when I tell you, you let them lead and you just follow, it just makes things so much easier. And I want you guys to just think about this. If you have a goal or dream and you're you know, battling in your spirit, in your mind with anxiety or depression, and it's hard for you to move and you don't know why. Of course, like I told you guys, seek therapy, but just do one action at a a day. Maybe just, just challenge yourself today. I'm going to read two pages in this book that's going to, you know, be about leadership or whatever you're reading on. I'm going to write one page of a blog post. I'm going to look up the links for the blog post. Like do one action at a time and you'll see your momentum start to build because it just feels really good to get things done. I'm telling you guys that. Um, Number four, we're going to move on to that. And what we're going to do next is disrupt your beliefs. If you thought you were praying enough, girl, scratch that and pray some more. This is when your faith is tested. I'm a Christian, if you guys can tell already, and I was raised in the church for anyone that is new here. So it's easy to praise God when things are going perfect, but can you find joy on the days that suck? I knew God was speaking to me and telling me that this step has to be done in order for me to get you to the next level. I have to disrupt some things about you that would not sustain you at the next level. So I probably rolled my eyes and at the end of the day, I just knew he was right. I had put the process off long enough. And I know this on the days I wake up early and I'll probably share with you guys my morning routine um, my, in the next week or two. However, I noticed on the days I wake up early, like I take 10 to 15 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes to set my intentions for the day, show gratitude and work out because that workout is key. My days go so much better. I also get one-on-one time with my homie Jesus and I don't get this perfect day. I don't get this perfect every day, but I am getting better and soon and soon it will become a great habit of mine. And, you know, you just have to disrupt some some of your beliefs and do things a little differently. Sometimes I would, like, lay in my bed. And even now, I still do that. I'll lay in my bed and pray. But I realize that I'll get distracted very, very easily. My husband could be rolling out of bed. He could be getting ready for work. The phone could ring. 
or a notification comes on my phone. You know, sometimes you just have to set the phone aside, find a quiet space to yourself in your house, create this routine where you just sit down and have even two to three minutes with him. Pray, show gratitude. Gratitude is huge. Let me say it again. Gratitude is huge. Gratitude allows you to remember why, why, why you are here and remember all the great things that are happening to you. And it's not just bad, you know? So I challenge you guys to really find your peace in the morning or even in the evening. You may, that may work better for you. Whatever part of the day works better for you or works best. I typically like to do it in the morning because I noticed even though I was never a morning person, I always like to stay up late and hang out until like one or two o'clock in the morning. And, but I realized when I get up at, at least at six 30 in the morning, I get so much more work done. I find that quiet time with God and, you know, I just get my time in with him and my day just goes so much better. So sometimes you have to disrupt your faith and just go in deeper with it so that God could help take us to the next level. All right, guys. So number five, this is the last one, but it is very crucial. Nonetheless, seek accountability and support. You know, our friends, our family, your people are here for great times and your messy ones, you know, and it's not easy to go through tough times by yourself. I know my circle has been a tremendous help to me over the last few months. And I'll admit there were days I rolled my eyes and didn't feel like doing any of the things they suggested. (laughs) And they will tell you, my face was like, I'm trying to hear what you're saying. And I'm trying to accept what you're saying, but I really don't want to hear it. And I really don't want to accept it, but I had to. However, you know... They suggested things and I had to push myself to have an open mind and an open heart. At the end of the day, if you want something different, you have to do something different. So asking for help actually helps you ask the right, asking for help actually helps if you ask the right people. So I would pray for discernment, pray to know who should be made aware of this delicate situation And you need a circle you can trust. My husband, my accountability group, mentor, close friends, and some family that I felt could understand what I was going through at the time is who who I tapped into. So they helped me with resources, support, and just lent an ear to listen some days. And just to expound on that part, sometimes you have to let people know what you need, meaning... If you go to your best friend and let her know, hey, I'm going through this thing and she starts wanting to fix it, you know, like, oh, well, you need to do X, Y, and Z. You may not be in that space. You may actually just want her to listen. So sometimes it's it's better for you to tell people up front, hey, can you please just listen? I just want to get this off my chest. I really don't want to like delve too deep into it, but... I just want to get this off my chest and just want to vent versus, hey, can you sit down and let's figure this out together, you know? And that will just help everybody in the situation because sometimes people can start giving you advice and you'll be upset and you're not ready for it. And they're like, well, what do you come to me uh, for then? I'm going to try to, you know, help you pretty much fix this. And 
that's not my that may not be where you are right now. So just letting people know before you go into too much with them as far as your situation, like what role do you want them to play? And I thought that was a really good um like point for me to bring to you guys because I think sometimes even myself will go to folks and let them know how we feel about things and they'll give us all this information and it could be very overwhelming. And sometimes they just need to know what do you want from me and what do you need from me? And it could be hard to sometimes ask or tell people what you need. So sometimes the light of others sometimes the light others provide can drive out the darkness in your heart and mind. And, you know, there's people in my life that are just a ray of sunshine. They pretty much are positive. Most of my friends are just, girl, you can do anything you want to. I got you. What do you need? And I love that about them. So being, when you know, when you're feeling like you're in a dark space and you can't move forward and you're unable to get things done, you know, let others be the light that you need to drive out the darkness in your heart and mind. And, you know, just going through this process, I'll let you know, um, what I've learned the most is the more, you know, the less fear you will carry. Um, like I said earlier, the, the thing is with anxiety and depression and, or just having a bad day, you know, it doesn't even have to be on that deep of a level is that we feel like we're out of control. You know, you feel like I don't have control this day is spiraling out. It's spiraling out. I don't know why I have a flat tire. I don't have no gas in the car. I can't make it to work on time. I forgot my lunch. You know, it just seems like, you know, it just goes down a whole slope and you're like, you know what? It's noon and I already give up. It's because you don't feel like you have control. And I realize the more I know, the more information I have, um, the less fear I carry. You know, I think what happened if I have to really go back and look at the breakdown between January and June, it's like six months, guys. And at first, it brings a tear to my eye a little bit. At first, I felt like I lost so much time, but I didn't realize how much I gained. You know, sometimes you have to just sit and get quiet with God. And I know I have so much to offer this world. I know I have so many things I want to share with you guys. And I know I have great potential. And my friends and family will tell you, my mentor, everybody, They'll tell you that I, even my therapist, I get on everyone's nerves because they see all of this potential and all this love and, you know, you have so many great ideas and you need to be sharing these things with people and I hold back a lot. And it's because, you know, the, you know, when you don't have that belief in yourself that you can make it through, you know, and where one little thing can knock you off course, you, it, you know, it really it really can feel like it'll set you back. But in this position or in this particular situation, I will say, I don't feel like I took a step back in the wrong direction. I feel like I took a step back in order to propel forward. Um, One of my good girlfriends, Rashida, always says, 
You know, sometimes you have to have a slingshot moment. Sometimes the Lord will pull you all the way back and make you fix all these things and do all of these things in order for him to be able to propel you forward, you know, propel you forward into your hopes and dreams further and farther than you ever even thought you could. And that's what I look at this moment. This was my slingshot moment. Shout out to Rashida. Follow her. Go take her out to Rashida.Banks on Instagram. But I really feel like this was my slingshot moment. I really feel like this was the time I needed to address some things in myself that I know would not sustain me at the next level. You know, you keep saying you want the next level, you want to get there, but can you stay there and can you keep rising? And what I don't want to happen is that I'm giving great opportunities and I show up, but I can't stay there and continue to climb the ladder. So I just want to challenge you guys I want you all to think of what will you disrupt in your life? What needs to be disrupted in your life? What do you want to disrupt in your life? I want you to go to the blog post again, bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash summer disrupted. Capitalize the S and capitalize the D in summer and disrupted. And sound off in the comments and let me know, I will disrupt dot, dot, dot. Also, you can go on Twitter and tag me on there at and in summary. Or on Instagram, we can sound off in the comments on the Instagram post when it's posted. But I need to hear from you guys. I want to know what do you plan to disrupt? Because this can, this is a crucial point. I feel like this is a point in my life where it's, girl, get this together and I will give you the world or be complacent and sit where you are and see how much longer it will take you to get there. And I'm sure we've all fought that battle. So I will leave you guys with this. It's a wonderful quote from Whitney Johnson, who was on the Smart Passive Income podcast with Pat Flynn. And she was discussing, discussing, She was discussing how you disrupt um, yourself. And this is what she said. You can either disrupt yourself or be disrupted. We all know what we need to change, but sometimes we don't want to. It's going to be thrust upon us whether we want it or not. I hope you guys enjoyed this broadcast. Hey guys, that is the end of episode two of the broadcast. Whoo! So in order to disrupt, you have to be disrupted. Let me tell you guys, I <laughs> I'm so happy that this broadcast is finally out and this blog post. I was so nervous. I knew I was being transparent. And, you know, that's scary to share feelings and let people in and let them know, hey, I'm having a bad time or I had a hard time and everything doesn't look all peaches and cream as it does on Instagram where it's curated and pretty. And I knew I had to share this part of my story because, one, I felt like I can't just show the pretty things. I always want to be as honest as possible with you guys, you know, sometimes you do need to keep things, some things to yourself, but I felt like this could very well help 
some of my um, readers and, you know, um, I hate to say followers. I don't like that word, but for lack of a better term, followers out there as well. You know, I just know that other people are dealing with anxiety. Some people are dealing with depression. Some people are just having a bad day. And to let you know that you're not alone, um, we all go through fear. We all go through procrastination or laziness or whatever it is that you're going through. And the thing is, we cannot let it paralyze us. We cannot let it stop us. We cannot let it, you know, win, for lack of a better word. And I just had no idea that going through this time would, um, you know, really stir something up in me that I haven't felt in a long time. I'm just really glad that I went through the process. I'm glad this happened. Um, I'm really excited for the future. You know, I just recently celebrated um, my personal new year. My birthday was a few weeks ago. So I feel like it was, it's like a great fresh start. And, I, you know, you can start over whenever you want. If yesterday you messed up or last week you messed up and today you realize, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and push through and get this stuff done. Go ahead and do it. There is no rule to this. Only thing I would say is just don't stop believing in yourself. Um, I feel like I did at one point and, you know, you let all those negative things and negative self-talk like I explained in the broadcast um, to creep in with you. Uh, I'll let you, I'll leave you with one more thing. A couple months ago, uh, one of my good, good girlfriends, Rashida, if you've probably seen us hang out on my Insta stories and her Insta stories, she's at Rashida.Banks on Instagram. She says something very profound that has stuck with me. Um, she says, sometimes you feel like you're taking, you know, a step back or you're like, oh, I was so far ahead. And, you, you know, like with me, I felt like I was getting there. I was, I was ahead and now I'm pushed back so far because it's been months since I've done a real blog post or a blogcast. And she was like, you never know, like this could be your slingshot moment. And your slingshot moment is sometimes God has to pull you back. You have to take a step back in order to be propelled further and farther you have ever, than you can ever even dream about. Like you cannot go to the next level carrying baggage that will not sustain you there. And what I do not want to happen is that I come across obstacles in the future or I come across a great opportunity and I'm able to get it but can't keep it, you know, or another obstacle happens, like I said, um, and... It, I, it just paralyzes me again and I'm not able to move forward. I mean, it was a scary feeling, guys. Like, it was almost an out-of-body experience. And it's very hard to explain, but I hope I've been able to articulate it well to you. And I hope that you found the five tips that I shared with you guys very helpful. So let me know, what did you think about this episode? Sound off in the comments over on the blog post. Again, it's bit.ly, B-I-T L-Y slash summer disrupted the s is capitalized and the d is capitalized or go to andinsummary.com where you can see all my blog posts just go ahead and catch up and if you haven't listened to the first blogcast please do so go ahead and go back listen to it and i'm going to have another one to you guys very very soon don't forget to also follow me at andinsummary everywhere on social media that's a n d 
I-N-S-O-M-M-A-R-Y. I'm looking forward to the next broadcast. I cannot wait to hear what you have to say. I need to know, what do you plan to disrupt? What do you want to disrupt? What do you need to disrupt? Go over to the blog or Instagram or Twitter and let me know. Or even on Facebook, we could talk there too. Guys, I hope you have a blessed one and have a great day on purpose. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.